Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're reviewing all of those reality shows that only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us today as we delve deeper into secrets and sisterhood. Today, we're going to be discussing episode four, The Party's Over. I have an alternate title for this episode. Yeah, what is it? I would love to hear. Girl, bye. Oh, oh that is good. It should have been called Girl, bye. I, like I think, that. That think 50% of the sisters say Girl, bye. Yeah, I'm here for it. That, that would have been a very good episode title. I think I have it in all caps in my notes every time someone says it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also realizing that my notes did not autocorrect spelling. So we're going to get some names wrong today. Oh, great. Yeah, perfect. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready to go. Oh, uh, the one thing I wanted to say is, I mean, this isn't really house cleaning, but it's just something I noticed because I take like physical written notes instead of doing it on my phone. And so I have the IMDb app up on my phone while I do it. So I have all the sisters names in front of me. And he, this is what's very weird. So the series on IMDb has a 4.7 rating, but the episodes all have seven eights and nines and mostly eights. There's two nines, there's two sevens and the rest eights. So how is it that each individual episode is being rated so high and the rating for the whole show is only a 4.7? Like that's weird to me. So I rated it a 10. I'm trying to, to fix the curve. Weird. Right? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> is it a different scale? Is it 4.7 out of five? No. It's all one out of 10. Out of 10, zero for two ten. I wonder if it's that people, I mean, this is so like conspiracy theory, but I wonder if that like general people who watch it rate the show and the sisters and production rate the episodes. Although then I think it would be like tens across the board. So I don't know. I thought it was weird, but both last week's and this week's episode, I believe were 9.1s. I mean, I agree. Yeah, they're me getting, too. Yeah, they're but getting I just think that, like, there's such a big differential between the episodes. Yeah. It just didn't make sense to me. No, that Justice is a little... for the show. I think it should be at least a seven. At yeah. least. Yeah, agreed. I mean, there's there's a lot going on in yeah. the show. But yeah, that, that's my only, like, quote unquote, little bit of house cleaning. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. You'll have to keep us updated on what the episodes are rated as we go. All right. Oh, I will. I will. I will. So we open pretty much where we left off in episode three at the Moroccan place, which was called Members. The Members right? Lounge. Members Lounge. Members Lounge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're we basically drop right back into the fight between Shakur and Rabia. And somebody says, I'm done with you. And then Shakur says, My husband paid for the house, and we're just right back in it. And then Rabia runs to Jamila and Moslifa. And Rabia says, you know, she apologized, but that wasn't a real apology. Um, and then Shakur runs to Sadiqa and sort of says the same thing and tells Sadiqa to mind her own business. And then Jamila gets very upset because she doesn't want Noor to see any of this. But she's already seen it. Like, they went back to the table, right? Yeah. Well, well no, because they, well, the two of them go outside to fight. And then I think the other sisters kind of went to follow them because this is where we get the moment where everyone except for Noor and Shakur and Hamida on mic right. decide to leave. And that didn't happen at the little like poofy lounge okay. chair table area. It was like 
out in the, towards the where they were fighting. So I think everyone kind of got up except for Nor and Hamida. Okay. Um, to like see what was going on. And this is where I get like throughout the episode because the party comes up multiple times in the episode. Sure does. Watching the show, it seemed like they were at this party for maybe half an hour tops. Agreed. Maybe half an hour tops. But from some conversations that happened much later in the episode, it seems like they'd been there for hours. Like it's the timeline's weird. Yeah, it is. And I wondered in this whole scene, what did we miss? <laughs> because, you know, Shakur and Rabia do get into it and they sort of storm off. But then all of a sudden, like people are crying and Sid Sadiqa's like, take off your mic packs. We're going home, blah, blah, blah. I'm like what? What more? What other insults were thrown? Like, what happened? Why is Jamila crying and forcing people to hold hands? Like, what? What's going on? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure if it's just that because they have this very deep sisterly bond that any kind of conflict pushes them over the other sisters over the edge who aren't part of the conflict because they don't like conflict. Or if you're right, and there was like all kinds of horrible rancid stuff said, but. What leads me to believe that there wasn't all kinds of horrible rants and stuff said is they go outside and make up over the weirdest non-apology I've ever seen in my life. They're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. All is forgiven. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I like they didn't hash anything out. They didn't no. come to any kind of agreement or understanding, but somehow they're now fine. I think Sadika had them take their mic packs off now that we're talking about this. Because she basically said this is not how we're going to portray ourselves on television because somebody says our mother raised us better than this and so maybe they did some hashing it out while their mics were off maybe but I, I mean this has happened twice in this episode we'll talk about it later i'm very torn about this trope like i can't decide if i like it because it's really showing us behind the scenes or i hate it because they're showing us that they're omitting stuff that we're not again getting to see and yeah. you agreed to be on a reality show and show your very messy lives and you keep unmiking yeah i would say the same is true for the trope about this fear of their mother yeah and like what their mother will or will not accept but then there's also some scenes in this episode where they are kind of like well, we're modern women. We're not the same as mom. I'm going to live my life my way. And it's like, then why are you running around so scared of everything she's going to say to you? Yeah, it's a, there is a, a, a kind of imbalance here with all of that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess to sum this scene up, it's very messy, but Rabia and Shakur end up apologizing to one another. Jamila makes them hug it out. Yes. But Nora walks away very disappointed in her birthday. And she says it's all Sid's fault. Um, and in my notes, I have like, again, Shakur um, doubles down on our new favorite sentence, which is, I'm sorry, I acted badly to your poor behavior, yeah. um, which amaze. And um, yeah, it's weird because Rabia apologizes and then Shakur agrees and apologizes back, sort of. And then they make out because yeah. that I the sister, like, we need to have a drinking game where we do a shot every time they kiss on the lips because yeah. we'd be wasted. They love to make out on the show. Maybe we should do that for the finale. Maybe um, we should. Also, in the girl by count, there was one. So when Sadika goes back into the table and announces that she's leaving, Nora is mad at her, but Hamida puts up her hand and says, girl, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one. <laughs> we got one. All right. So then we go. We're back on our trendy workout. 
trendy workout game. We are at a boxing place. Did we get the name of it? We so these <clears throat> girls made me work this episode to find the places they go to and the names because there was not a lot of obvious. Yeah, but yes, I, I did. They went if they went to Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. It okay. is a chain, and there's one here, so you and I could go if you wanted to. It's Where? in northern in Arlington. It's in Northern Virginia. Okay, like Floyd, like Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm assuming I'm or maybe his son or something. Like, but it's I I can't imagine that it's a boxing gym named Mayweather and it's not related to him in some way, shape, or form. Yep, agreed. Um, so we should say that it is Hamida, the queen of trendy workouts, Jamila, Shakur, and Noor. But see, I have a theory about this. Uh-huh. I think that she is not the queen of trendy workouts because in this, they make fun of her and they all say Hamida doesn't work out. Yeah. So I think they are, the, the rest of them are trying to find like fun, goofy workout things that Hamida is willing to go to where they can film. Yeah, totally. Because no, up she... until now, I thought Hamida was the one driving all of this like wacky workoutness and she's not. She's the one getting dragged along. Although I'm here for it. Like I feel like every week they get to get, I, they almost have class pass. It's <laughs> <So> true. <laughs> um, they all talk about how they need to get their aggression out. And Nora says that Sid ruined her birthday and she's pissed. And they all really need this right now. And then Shakur shows up and says, let's punch some shit. I can't even yeah. say that. Let's punch some shit. I can't say that. Um, she's also wearing like a hood during the class. Oh, she's full on like it's very Apollo like, Creed Rocky. Yes. She's got, it's a, it's yes. a sleeveless, yes. like a top with a, with a hood that she is wearing. I was throughout actually. Throughout the whole class. Is it like LL Cool J, Mama Gonna Knock You Out a little too? Yeah, 100%. Okay, 100%. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so they talk about how Robbie and Shakur fought hard, but Shakur is going to have a pool party for their mom before she goes to Pakistan. And she makes a point of saying she wants to build good memories. Okay. Okay. Um, and Jamila needs to clear the air with Shakur after their horrible phone call that they make us relive. But she admits that she's setting it aside for right now, that she's more concerned with what's going on with Rabia and Shakur than herself, which Jamila, that's very mature to be honest. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that they, they show Hamida punching things and they're like, Hamida don't hit like a girl. And she says, I am a girl. <laughs> um, you're missing my favorite part, which is where Shakur um, does speed bag on Hamida's butt. Yeah, torque bag. Yeah, torque bag. <laughs> um, also, Hamida's butt. Uh, yeah. Whoa. She definitely had a BBL, for sure. It's, like, for sure. Yeah. When you said a couple episodes ago that it looks square, I now can't escape that. That must just be a thing with BBLs, because I know you're not watching this season, but I'm watching this season of 90 Day Fiance, and Jasmine of Jasmine and Gino also had a BBL. Um, because she used the wedding dress money Gino gave her for a dress to pay for it. Um, and her butt looks exactly the same as, as Hamida's. Like it's, it's the okay. same square. Like that must be a thing with BBLs. They must just look like that. Crazy. Yeah. Um, however, <clears throat> or on another note, rather, I'm very proud of Noor for showing up to this workout class with no makeup on. Yeah. Everyone else is done to the nines for a workout class anyway. And Nora actually showed up looking like she was going to a workout class. And I would like to point out, she's still beautiful. Which is ironic since Hamida is allegedly the one that doesn't like to wear makeup. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> lies, lies, <laughs> lies. Um, so then they start 
Shakur is a little delusional. This, I mean, we've known that for a while, but in this episode, she has some moments of just like pure, huh? Um, <clears throat> so they talk about how it was very nice that Josh came out to the birthday party, but as the like drama was coming out, he looked at Nora and said, I'll drink with you to try and, you know, brighten her mood or whatever. And Shakur is like, no, he was joking. And they're all kind of saying like, no, I don't, I don't think he was. And of course she's still trying to police his relationship with alcohol. And she said, well, alcohol was never his DOC. Which I was like, girl is down with a lingo. Like she definitely has, that's uh -huh. why I think she was going to like family therapy with him and the whole deal. Like she yep. has the verbiage down. Yep. And Jamila says, well, it shouldn't be, you know, like, and oh, and for those of you some of you haven't clarified, in case you don't know, it's a drug of choice yes. is what DOC is. Yeah. Um, and so Shakur says he doesn't really drink and they don't keep it in the house. And they said, well, he seemed bummed that he couldn't. Like, he seemed to be drawn to it. And Shakur's, like, not really buying that and she doesn't really care. And then in her confessional, she says that the wave that she and Josh are riding right now is beautiful. Like, they're getting along. They're doing great. Well, and also her narrative to the girls was that he was never really a drinker. I don't keep drink alcohol in the house. And for that reason, she basically was implying that he can't handle it because he never drinks. And she was like, that's yeah. why I said two drink minimum because basically she's saying like, I don't think he's addicted to it, but if he has more than two, he acts a fool. Yeah. Which it seems to be the case since we know that previously he got in a big fight when he was drunk at a party. Yeah. Um, and then they want to talk to Hamida about Sumi the dude that she brought to the party and oh Hamida I know this is where she starts claiming that her relationship with Amy and her newfound bisexuality is quote a short-lived phase yeah she like backtracked so fast I'm surprised we didn't see her fly backwards through the wall at the gym yeah and she basically admits that she's saying that to people to get them off her back, which is really sad. Um, and I think this is where Noor shot to the top of my list. Yeah, me and too. she basically says like, this is really sad because I know Hamida's lying. Yeah. She, she can read her like a book. I can read her like a, I mean, yeah. Just from watching the show, like you can see it in her face that she's lying. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, it gets back brought back to the birthday and people are happy that it's over with and that, you know, Shakur and Rabia are cool. But Norris says, you know, it was at the expense of my birthday and, you know, she's mad at Sid. And they make a pact. No drama, no shit. Yes. I mean, it's a good pact, I guess. But it lasts for what, like a day? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So... Then we go to Khadijah's house. And this is interesting because we learn a little bit more about the family. And um, we learn a little bit more about like their mother in particular. And we learn a little bit more even later in the episode. Um, but so there it's Khadijah, Rabia, um, Shaista, the sister number one, and their mom. And so their mom is preparing to travel back to Pakistan. And did they say that last time she was there, she was there for six months? I believe so. Yeah. Um, and so she is preparing to go back whenever she gets a visa. And, you know, they sort of tease her at first and say that she likes going to Pakistan because she doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. 
and she gets waited on hand and foot when she's there. And then we find out that the mother's sister, so the these girls' aunt, um, they, you know, they were separated for 30 years. They were reconciled, but the aunt passed away. I think, though, they said that she didn't see her sister for 30 years. Right. So I feel like they were in contact, but probably just didn't physically see each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, because the aunt was in Pakistan and the mother yes. was in the United States. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the sister passed away. Um, and later in the episode, we find out that their aunt had 14 children. Yes. And should we say now how the aunt passed away or should we leave that for later? I think we can just talk about it now. It's not. Okay. So the aunt passed away in childbirth. Yeah. And so I am curious. I would love to know. So when I'm trying to think of the timeline of when the mom came to the U.S. Right. Well, so and they. How long the sister has been dead. Like that is where I'm. Because they said 30 years. Like I'm confused. Like. I don't know. I didn't quite understand that either. Because didn't they get to be... believe that the sister had passed away semi recently? But obviously, if she died in childbirth, and they say that her children didn't even get to know her, yeah, then no, it had to be a long time ago, right? Um, I don't, I don't know because we know that this family came to the United States around like 1979 or so, early 80s, 79 to 83, sometime during that time. Okay, but see, that would have meant, let's just say 1980 for the sake of argument. Yeah, and it's easier So <laughs> that would have meant that she saw her sister in 2010. Right. Which was only 13 years ago. And is her sister so much younger than her that she was young enough to have a child 13 years ago and die in childbirth? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the mom's like 70, right? I would think so, because she had 10 of her own. I mean, that would mean that her sister would have to be, like, at least 20 years younger than her. Like, I don't know. I need the timeline. It's just, it's confusing to me. Right. Well, also, if her sister was even more traditional than her, it's possible she started having babies even younger. No, no, no. I'm talking about the death. Yeah, no, I know. I just, I don't know. Because she would have had to have a child late in life in order to be have only died... 13 years, 12 years ago, uh, when this was filmed. Yeah. I don't know. That is confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah. But this also is, I mean, we could specula speculate about this. <laughs> this forever. is true. Well, I mean, we'll never figure it out. But No. So basically, we find out that their cousins in Pakistan are very attached to their mother. And that's why they treat her like gold. You know, they wait on her hand and foot. Because she became like a mother to them. And because, and the reason for that, as they say later, is that a lot of these 14 children, I guess, were very young when and the didn't mother know died and didn't know their mother. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They're all adults now, these kids. Like, that's what I don't. I don't... Like, the mother has to have been dead for like 20 years. Yeah. Which means that she separated from her sister 50 years ago, which would have been like in the early 70s. Right, but that's possible. I mean, maybe the sister went to Pakistan even before the mother came to the United States. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true. Yeah. Okay, very true. But yeah, so the 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 cousins consider their mother um, 
to be their mother as well. They, they treat her like a mom. Yeah. Um, and so they all, you know, they're, the sisters are torn on whether or not they support their mother going to Pakistan. They just don't think it's safe. It's a long way to go. She's traveling without a man. Obviously, you know, it's a scary place to travel to. And so there's just a lot of back and forth this episode about whether or not their mother should go. And the mom is sort of like, well, I don't care what you think. I like going there. Well, and we also learn that they, all of the sisters, I guess, have been sending money to yes. all of the cousins in Pakistan. Yep. Um, and we learn the the word for charity, which is zakat. Yes. Z-A-K-A-T. Yep. And it is required of every Muslim. Yes. And so they sort of tell their mother that they feel like she puts their cousins before them. You know, like they feel like she's more of a mother to them than she is to them. Yes. <laughs> That sounded that's, very confusing, but and that's a recurring theme anytime this comes up throughout the episode. And we see that the sisters are very divided on their thoughts about this. And we can cover that more when we get to the pool party. But um, there's a very big divide between the sisters who think the mom should go and it's a good thing, and the sisters who think it's a bad thing and feel slighted and want the mom to stay. Yeah. Basically, there's like a 50-50 split on everything going on in this family for sure. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, sorry bump my table with my knee um so then we go to apparently taco tuesday with shakur and jamila at and this was a real motherfucking hard one yeah i had to freeze frame eight million times to get it right to read the name of the business off the t-shirt of the waiter standing behind them oh my so god so it is called the petty cash taqueria and bar and Good it's on you. beverly boulevard okay um and shakur's sweatsuit is back yes it is back and Jamila is not having it. No. Nope. In fact, she throws around some Tom Ford quotes about how much she's not having it. Yes. Apparently, Tom Ford said dressing well is a sign of good etiquette. Also, Tom Ford can go fuck himself because if I went to wear a sweatsuit to Taco Tuesday, I mean, this was not a nice establishment. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Like middle of the road. I'm like, wear a fucking sweatsuit if you want to wear a sweatsuit. Plus, her sweatsuit, I'm sure, was like $500. Mm hmm. Yeah. So they talk a little bit about the pool party and how the mom's going to be there, et cetera. And Jamila says, excuse me, she wants to resolve things with Shakur before that. And she brings up the phone call that, you know, after her doctor's appointment and the miscarriage. And Jamila says that, you know, she felt like what Shakur had to say was really insensitive. And Shakur immediately says, your feelings are valid, but I stand by what I said. <laughs> Yeah, she like doubles and triples down on being a real bitch about this. And yep. not only that, but she is, she's like anti-single mother. Yeah. She's, I, I mean, she's like, yep. oh, you have to have a man. And then she's really, it seems like her number one, she's acting like, I was under the impression that whoever Jamila got pregnant from did not even know she was pregnant. Like I thought Agreed. it was like a one night stand kind of deal. Agreed. And Shakur is acting like that this man wouldn't step up. Yes. We don't know. We don't we know. We don't know. But I, I was under the impression that it was like a one night stand or something and she didn't even know who it was. But the point being, Jamila wanted the child. Yeah. That's it. Period, I mean, it's, end of it's completely irrelevant. But like, yeah. I was shocked at how much Shakur was like, all women should have a husband. You should never have a baby without a husband. Like, how dare you have he a baby said, without a man? She's basically like a right winger she says you deserve to be a wife before you deserve to be a mother Excuse? yeah like deserve according to who and she says the man doesn't respect you enough to wife you up 
okay, Josh was your husband. Did he fully respect you once you put a ring on his finger? Like, Ooh. what? Sorry, shots fired. Um, <laughs> and then, so Jamila basically says, this is why I didn't tell you is like, I was afraid of this judgment and that you would bring culture into this. And so then Shakur says, it's not even about your culture. It's about dignity. You need to respect yourself and respect your pussy. Fuck you. It's I would have said, you need to respect me as my sister. Yeah. And I and will say, this is where Jamila became the goat of this episode for yes, me. Yes. Because in her confessional, she basically says, that, like, I'm not going to argue with her, but she's 100% wrong. Like, she, if I want to yeah. have a baby, I'm going to have a baby. Uh, people who are single can have babies. Like, I mean, Jamila is, like, turning it out. Like, I'm here for it. Jamila and Nora were my, my MVPs. Totally. So she says, in her confessional, she says, Shakur is implying that I deserved this. And she said, I felt enough guilt and shame in dealing with it. And this is not a sign of me and my respect for myself. Um, and now let's talk about how Shakur is a giant fucking hypocrite. Because what do we learn next? Well, there's another girl by. So our girl by count is up to two. And I think this one's Jamila because she gets tired of what Shakur is saying. And she sort of puts her hand up and says, girl, bye. And then she orders a margarita, which yes. is also MVP. Um, <laughs> so also Shakur makes this really weird statement. She goes, you see people having baby showers and no weddings. And that's not what I want for my sisters. Okay. Anyway. Okay. I mean, there are so many. I, 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 I I'm not going to say I get where she's coming from. But I think that what she could say, I mean, not at this time, but in general, could be like, I fully support you if you want to have a baby by yourself. But as your sister who loves you, like, I would just be so happy for you if, if, you, know, you, had you, were, if you had a partner to do it with. And I yeah. mean, there are ways to say what you're trying to say without being a giant cunt bag about it. Yeah. And she says every woman should enjoy a pregnancy with the support of the father of their child. But also, like, that's not always a given. No. Like... There are plenty of people who have partners or husbands or whatever. And that doesn't mean that they're automatically supportive of everything that you do, no. or, you know, or like that they help you with a pregnancy or they make it a beautiful experience. Like that's not a given anyway. But Shakur apologizes, I guess, <laughs> in her Shakur-like way. Um, and then Jamila says, well, are you ready to be a mom? And Shakur says, yes, that she wants babies. And then tells... She better dust off those eggs. <laughs> um, I, as a woman who's in her fourth decade, I shouldn't laugh at those things. Um, but then she tells a very convoluted version of events about how Josh had a vasectomy before they got together. That part I understood. Right. But I didn't understand. So Josh had a vasectomy before they got together. And then had it reversed before they got together? I couldn't tell when the reversal was. And she kept calling it, he had a reversed vasectomy. And I was like, well, a reversed vasectomy is just not having one. So I'm very <laughs> confused what you're talking about. Well, but, and then this is where I get very, very confused. Because yeah. she says that, and, she, um, and uh, Jamila is like, what he didn't tell you you didn't know about this and she's like well he was in the midst of his addiction and he probably just forgot to tell me and i'm like what i thought he got addicted long after you'd been married like so he was an addict the whole time like before you even got married and you married him anyway like i that's the part that i'm 
really confused about. And we also find out that her husband is a deadbeat fucking dad. Yup. So yep. how's that working out? How's he supporting his baby mama? How did yeah. that work out for her? Yeah. Were they married? Was he auto supportive? Yeah. And I love, I love this fucking narrative that like, I actually have a, someone in my life that I used to know who's guilty of this and it makes me crazy. Um, this narrative of like, oh, the mother wouldn't let, he doesn't have a relationship with the kids because he wasn't allowed to. Fuck that noise. You go to court, you get an yep. order and you're allowed to see those children. The only reason that you're not allowed to see them is if you refuse to pay child support and you don't want to deal with it, which I guarantee you is what fucking Josh did and fuck you Shakur and fuck your deadbeat husband. Yep. And she says he didn't hide it. He didn't disclose it. Not, not sure that holds water. You can say well, I he don't did. Think that was the kids though. That was the vasectomy. Right. Yeah. But also like I, that, you can say he didn't lie. He just didn't tell me, which is still flimsy, but at least accurate. And so she says also Jay has offspring from previous relationships, which is oh, a very relationships. I thought it was a relationship. She said relationships. I thought it was plural, but it wasn't wife. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it wasn't we wife. It wasn't marriage. Maybe that's why she's so triggered by Jamila having a baby by herself. Yup. Mm-hmm. 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 And she says she wants to give Josh the opportunity to be there for kids. Well, you know what? Pick up the phone and call the kids you already fucking have, Josh. Yeah. It's never too late. Also, being a stepmom seems like where it's at. Oh, I wouldn't want her as my stepmother. I, no, I, I just, I didn't, monster. I didn't mean her. I just meant like in general, like. Oh, a hundred percent. But I would not want Shakur as a stepmother. Some every other weekend, let's do fun activities type shit. Agreed. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shakur, man, she's, she's really going down in flames the past two episodes. I don't know. I what feel like she'd be a real mean stepmother. I mean, we've seen what she's like with the bedrooms in her house, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I she would pull out the, like, you're not my kid. Like, I, I can just already see it oh, like that. I, can, oh. I, can I mean, I, for, I forget that a lot of them are bad, too. <laughs> it's been decades for me, but I had quite a few of them. <laughs> I had quite a few of them. So then we go to Sadiqa's condo. And Sadiqa and Khadija, Rabia and Muslifa um, are sitting around yet another gorgeous plate of food and not touching it. This one is like chopped vegetables with some sort of dip in the middle. These platters of food look professional, but they're not. No, they're, they are quite the hostesses with the mostesses. Oh my God. Just all the dips, please. Um, so Sadiqa tells them that she feels bad for leaving Nora's birthday party the way she did, but she didn't like seeing the fighting. Um, and you know, she'll sort of see what happens at this birthday party. Um, before their mom goes to Pakistan. And so this is where we find out a little bit more about the aunt and the passing away in childbirth. And they say, quote, the majority of her children didn't know her. That's what I'm, well, I mean, obviously these women pop these children out real fast. They're like a year in between <clears throat> all of them. So theoretically, the oldest could have been like 15 when she died. Yeah, and the younger. I mean, there. I mean, there could have been more than twins. half that could have been under seven or under. So yeah, well, and so you have she, some twins and yeah, yeah, and actually, it sounds like we learn later that 
you know, the cousins in Pakistan live in a very remote part of Pakistan. Like they live in the mountains. They don't have running water. They don't have electricity. And if she was pregnant with multiples, that does, that is very risky if, you know, you're in a remote place. Also, just, do we think the mom stays with them? I don't, I got that impression. Me too, but I don't care who's waiting on me hand and foot if I'm living, and I'm not being racist because they said this, if I'm living in a dirt hut that's what they said electricity yeah. or water either no amount of waiting on me is going to help that yeah i mean i see it as it's probably a little bit of both right like these women in la refer to it as a dirt hut so it probably is without a, a lot of you know modern <laughs> luxuries and amenities if you will but it's probably not quite like dirt hut exactly like my mind made it out to be from the way they were describing it because their mom seems kind of fancy too that's what i'm saying it's yeah. weird that she would want to go live for somewhere without water and electricity dirt hut or not yeah i mean she's right she's ready to go I, I know yeah um but sadika says too that she's just worried about the safety issues on that side of the world and rabia is kind of like well those are always going to be there yeah i see both sides of that one um so then we get a very sad scene in my opinion um oh, another broke my heart another workout um khadijah and hamida are going to yoga they need to decompress and hamida admits that khadijah is like a mother figure to her and after she sort of dropped the bomb about dating women she wants to have a conversation with khadijah specifically and they haven't had a chance to do that yet and they she also <laughs> claims to be athletic they both claim to be more athletic than the other one, which, which I thought was kind of funny. Because everyone else at boxing said that <clears throat> Hamida like is not athletic at all and doesn't know how to work out. So who knows what the real truth is here? Yeah. Um, so they talk about, you know, Nora's birthday and the fact that Hamida brought Sumi. And Khadijah says, what's up with the dating girls? And Hamida just backtracks even more than she did with the other sisters and says that, you know, she was going through it at the time and she was really frustrated with men and she felt like more comfortable and felt understood around women. What kills me about this is that before they have the conversation, and I mean, the, this was the confessional was probably filmed after, but Khadija basically says, like, I was a little taken aback when I first heard it, but. I really, but now that I've had time to like sit with it, like I really just want Hamida to be happy. And I think if Hamida had been honest with her yeah. in this conversation, it would have gone well. Yeah, like that's I know. What, that kills me. And then did you notice that Hamida was just parroting everything Khadija was saying? Yeah. That's yes. why it was sad. Like Khadija would say like, oh, were you just looking for comfort? Yes, I was looking for comfort. I was looking for comfort. Like, I mean, she just kept like yeah. parroting everything she was saying. It was really sad. Well, and I, I actually like, so Khadija reacted really badly to the news at the time, but I appreciate this conversation. She was trying to ask about it and she, she didn't apologize for what she said, but she said like, what's going on with the dating girls? And she was, I do agree with you that if Hamida had actually been honest, I think Khadija would have been a more receptive. She, yeah, wouldn't have, she wouldn't have hit a home run, but she would have done a lot better. And I think she really does just want Hamida to be happy. Agreed. And I think, I mean, obviously this isn't going to be easy for a lot of them to take on, but I think you have to take small steps. And I think it would have been a small step towards Khadija being okay with it. And yeah. 
unfortunately, Hamida missed the chance. Like, I'm not going to fault her because it's a really hard thing to deal with and go through and yeah. to tell people that you're afraid are going to shun you. But like, I, it just kills me that she didn't. And one of the things that Hamida said that I thought was very telling um, in her confessional was, I don't know if I'm compensating by bringing male energy around. She is. And again, like, I think she's a lesbian. I don't think this is bisexual. I think that she is just so deeply yep. closeted that she can't come to grips with it. She says it's too much of a respect level and I'm not willing to cross it. Yeah. Like, she's basically willing to just live in the closet. And it's, it all comes back to their mother. Which is, but the thing that's fascinating, and I mean, I know we're watching a TV show and this should have occurred to me before. They're all going to see this. I know. Like, the cat's out of the bag now. Yeah, I know. And then I did like that they ended the scene. Making out? They did that too. But Khadija says, like, Khadija is believing her, right? Like, she, she's like, oh, okay, Hamida's back into men now, whatever. And she's trying to be supportive of that too. And she's like, I think you need to look around in other places. You're just going where the douchebags go. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cute. Yes. And then they make out. Yep. Okay. And then we go to Dollhouse Beauty. The Dollhouse Beauty, um, which I looked up and I was really glad that one of them was getting eyelash extensions because even though it is technically a salon, all of their online presence is all about their lash extensions. That seems to be like their area of expertise. Yes. And it is and Shakur, Muslifa, and Noor. And the sweatsuit is back. Yep. <laughs> um. So Nora also brings her own wine to the beauty shop. <laughs> well, and because she's friends with the owner. Well, now Shakur is friends with the owner, whose yeah. name is Graziella. Um, yeah. And actually, I have to give Shakur props for, like, if she truly is friends with this woman, like, showcasing her business on her reality yeah. show, mad props to her. Yeah. Um, so then they sort of joke around about, like, who holds grudges and all that kind of stuff. Also, Shakur is getting her, like, boxer braids or her cornrows put in. Did you see that? I did, and the reason I noticed it is because it made it incredibly evident that this was edited in a very hodgepodge manner. Yep. Because in one scene, the braid is in, and the next scene, the braid's not in yet. And then the scene after that, the braid is in, and then again, not in again. Like, they well, definitely popped it together. Didn't she have her braids back in, like, episode one? Or two? She, I mean, she's had braids a couple times, so... But, I mean, I'm just saying, at the in the salon, she had that one braid down the middle... Because her other braids are on the side. I don't think she's had a middle braid. And I don't think that she was necessarily getting just braids. I think she was getting a weave. Oh, okay. Because the Graziella kept picking up, like, hair. There was packs of hair sitting on the oh, okay. stage next to her. So okay. I think maybe she was putting the braids in to sew in the plaid. I mean, she already has long hair, so I don't know if she'd need to do that. But, like, there was definitely some hair being added in some capacity. Okay. All right. Um, thank you for your detective work. So then they just sort of joke around about how they're all stubborn and they talk about the birthday party again and how it wasn't the right timing to try and, you know, bring this stuff up. And then they all just agree that they don't want to upset their mother. That's the other alternate title for this episode. Yeah. Don't upset mom. Um, and again, is mom not going to watch the show? Also, mom, I'm, I'm going to say it now while it's fresh in my mind. Mom doesn't seem to give a shit what they're doing. She seems like no. pretty uninterested in them, to be honest. Well, she's a little interested in the way they dress, but. Yeah, but like a passing comment from a mother to a daughter about what she's wearing, that what? That's like an hourly occurrence. But it's insane to me that they are so incredibly 
like strict with themselves about hiding things from their mother. And now they are filming this reality show, vomiting it all over our televisions. And the mom is, I mean, I mean, unless they say like, mom, don't watch this. Maybe their mom doesn't watch TV. But you think if your daughters were filming a reality show that you were going to be on, that you wouldn't watch it? I would think they would bring their mother to the premiere or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. That's just confusing to me. It is. I mean, there there's a lot of confusing stuff in the show. So then we get this weird little like montage that we always get. And I normally don't take notes on it, but I had one note this time. Me too. Let's see if it's the same note. You go ahead with yours. Hamida on Zoom. Yeah. Okay. What's your note? So Hamida's on Zoom, presumably with a client. Mm -hmm. And she says to the client, quote, you're still progressing, but I'd like to see that number lower. Yep. Same note. What kind of therapist is she? I was, well, so, and I freeze framed it and I got right up in there so I could try to see like, <laughs> um, I first I thought maybe she was some kind of like weight loss thing, but like the, the person didn't look, it was a guy. He didn't look um, like he needed to lose any weight. Um, what number? Like what fucking number? I don't know. And also number of I, days the person is drinking. Like, I mean, wh what could it be? Yeah. She said licensed therapist, right? Like that, that was the phrase. She didn't really say more than that. It, I don't think it's fitness or health related because she doesn't seem interested or invested in those. No. I, and she I, doesn't I, seem to know very much. Like, I thought those. it was definitely psychological. Yeah. Like she's a know. clinical social worker or something. That's how she made it sound. Yeah. But also as somebody who's been in therapy forever, I don't, I can't remember ever sending my therapist numbers to review, like for anything. Well, but I mean, she said that I'd like to get that number lower. So it could be number of drinks when the person goes out. It could be number of days I'm obsessing. It could be, I mean, it could be any number of things, True. but I just couldn't figure out what it could possibly be. I know. It's still weird. I mean, maybe the person's obsessive compulsive and it's a number of times they're flipping the light switches in their home. I mean, it could be anything, but I, it was interesting mm -hmm. that they chose that soundbite to use. It was just strange. I know. Maybe I'll, we need to... Also, blurred out or not, I'd be pissed if my therapist put like a screenshot of my Zoom session with them on their reality show. Yeah, no, I wouldn't love that. <laughs> be a pretty boring episode um, <laughs> so then we go to shakur's house for the pool party it's going it's down finally happening y'all yep so we're cooking and we're cleaning and we're getting upset about mm. where shakur is you know spraying the cleaning product i'm with hamida on that i think we need to discuss that so okay. um shakur has like a big it's giant clorox huh it's clorox well, too it was, she had she had, she had a bottle of clorox cleaner Yep. And a big bowl of like fruit and stuff on the, on the counter. And she was spraying the counter down, but like a couple inches away from the fruit bowl. And Hamida's like, what are you doing? That's gross and dangerous. And she's like, no, I sprayed it over this way. And Hamida correctly was like, it still is in the atmosphere. Like it, it will get on the food. Like do not spray Clorox that close to your food. There you go. Maybe she's like a, a toxicology. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, so they talk a little bit more, of course, about, you know, the mom going to Pakistan. That's a very, very unsafe journey. Um, and they asked Jamila to bring IV drips for hydration. And there's a masseuse coming over as well. 
And then Hamida casually drops in her confessional that she, like, she's kind of bitching with Jamila about how she needs the IV. And Jamila's kind of like, okay, pipe down, like someone else asked before you. And Hamida's like, I'm not really feeling well. And then she apparently has kidney stones that need to be removed. And she was like, and Jamila knows, and she knows I need this IV. It's like, girl, she's um, asking you to wait like 30 minutes. Also, I'm ignorant here, but do like <laughs> trendy IVs that people get for wellness help with kidney stones that you have to have removed? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't either. I don't think if you have kidney stones, you go to a med spa for like a B12 drip. No. But I don't quote me on that, but I'm just, I'm going with my gut and I'm saying, I don't think so. I agree. I think she's feeling tired and sluggish because she has kidney stones, which is totally understandable. And she's wanting a vitamin drip to sort of bring up her energy. Yeah. Which Again, like I kind of understand the thinking, but she made it sound as though it was like a remedy that Jamila was denying her. <laughs> and also, aren't they horrifically painful and you get them removed like immediately? I didn't know people like ran around for a while with kidney stones. Um, they can be really small. So sometimes like... I thought I think, if they're really small, you pee it out. Yeah. But so like she... she they, they might like... I think there are some cases where they're like you're she's probably peeing like she's prone to them she's peeing most of them out but then maybe once in a while she goes into a urologist they give her something that helps her pass the other ones or they remove the like few that are in there like i think there's just because they can be really big they can be really small um well i just assumed if she had to have them removed that they were big no it just means they're i mean they're too big to like pass on her own but that's, that's what I'm saying. And I thought if they were big and you couldn't pass them, that that's when it got like super painful. But maybe not. Maybe if they're still stuck in your kidneys, they're not painful. Maybe it's only when you're passing them. Yeah. Yeah. I should know more about this because I had to have a... What did I have to have? A, a uroscope or something? It's when they put like a, a scope in your yeah. bladder, basically. Um, so I think that's probably what it feels like. And I will say it wasn't super painful. It's just like a very weird sensation. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I think that the procedure isn't painful, but I thought it, having these oh, yeah, stones yeah. until the root is painful. So I'm surprised she's like running around about like, I would be like, get this shit out of me immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I and wouldn't be going I think, to pool parties. No, well, I think some people are also just like prone to having them because it's like a chemical thing in your body. Oh, yeah, no, like, my dad gets them, but like yeah. he, they're painful. And like, if he has to have them removed, it's immediate. It's not like weeks later true I, I mean fuck if i know we should cut this whole thing because i'm not a doctor <laughs> <laughs> anyway she's just mad at jamila because she can't get her b12 fast enough which is not jamila doesn't even say i'm not going to give it to you she's like someone else asked before you like and hamid is just heated for no reason so jamila is wearing quite the outfit and she is wearing like white cut off denim shorts and a bikini top that sort of has like little ruffled sleeves and you know her her chest is out but like she looks like she's going to a pool party in southern california it looks like she created a halter bikini top out of the same fabric in the dress that julia roberts wore at the polo match in pretty yeah. woman yes i would say she's almost styled though like daisy duke yeah well, because they're the in the white shorts that she has on, the there's like an attached matching belt that has yeah. the same fabric. Yeah. So yes. But it's brown I with white it cute. I thought no, it was she looks, cute. She looks cute, but no one else is dressed like that. Because mom is coming over. 
scary, I'll, I'll, scary uh, justice for Jamila because after yeah. this was said, I sh Shakur was wearing a very skimpy top with a sh bare midriff as well, and yeah. and so was Sadika. Sadika was wearing a halter top. That's why they went inside together. Yes. But I'm like, it's. I felt like that Jamila was really being singled out. I mean, maybe because she had shorts on with it. I think the other lady, like, like Shakur had long pants. But um, okay. I, what was was what did Sadiqa have? Was she wearing a skirt? I don't remember. Either way, I, the, her legs were less covered than everyone else. But in terms of the top, like she was not the only one showing that okay. much top. So I, I thought it was very. It's also hypocritical. Like everything else with their mother, like I don't entirely understand like where they stand with certain things. And I think like some of them were wearing sundresses, but they also kind of looked like pool dresses. So like they were more covered technically, you know, like I don't, I no, I'm with you. I don't, I don't, she stood out because they were making her stand out and her legs were showing in addition to her upper body. But like, I, I just don't understand what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Well, but they were also, all judging the crap out of her. The mom didn't lose her mind. She just said she didn't like it. She walked by and, <laughs> They said never in front of mom. And the mom walks by and looks her up and down and goes, I know like it. And then yeah, she just keeps it. going. Yeah, that was it. Every mom says that. And do we think if it wasn't being filmed, because it would have just been the sisters, there'd be only women there, that it would even be an issue? Like, do you have to wear like a burkini and be covered if it's just you and your sisters? Uh, I don't I mean, you're not know. in public. I don't know. Yeah, that's the other thing too. They're at a private home. Well, I think it's in my mind it was because of the camera crew. Yeah. Because there were men there. Right. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, they want to have some fun before Pakistan. They they want the mom to get a massage. And they have this debate about like how covered up they used to be in swimming clothes and all that kind of stuff. And Jamila thinks that burkinis are oppressive. And Somebody says they like they prefer to leave something to the imagination. And then Jamila and Sadiqa walk away and they're sort of annoyed. I believe it with... was Khadija that said that. Okay. Because they're annoyed with Khadija because she can't pick a lane. And she says like things implying she's more traditional and when their mom is there. And Jamila says that's why she made a point of dressing that way today because they live in America and she's going to be herself. I did think it was really cute too. We got a little bit of like a funny interstitial and kind of a view into why some of them are so against dressing just uh skimpily and others are into it is when they were children and would go to the pool their yeah. mom made them be covered from like ankle to wrist and they said sometimes like they felt like they were drowning because they had so much fabric on because this is long before they had like you know burkinis that were made of the right material they, they were, were basically swimming in t-shirts and yeah. like sweatpants or something and yeah. that sometimes the pool like the lifeguard wouldn't let them in the pool it was like you can't go in the pool in those kind of clothes like you can't wear that many clothes in the pool yeah exactly yeah um so then muslifa comes out wearing like a burkini mm -hmm. um and i thought it was kind of cute that she like parades in front of them and shakur won me over for only two seconds when she was like that's couture baby <laughs> that was kind of funny. Well, I also this is also when Sadika and um Jamila like go off on their own. Yeah. And they're like they get pissed and they leave. And why was Sadika preparing injections? She's not a doctor. Oh, I don't know. Did you see that? I don't want to know. She had syringes and there were alcohol swabs, and they were like, and it was her, it wasn't Jamila. 
Like, I, she didn't give it to anyone, but she was definitely, like, preparing some kind of injection. Was she, was Jamila letting her pick her own Botox level for the day? I don't know, but it was, it was very confusing to me. I mean, if Jamila was doing it, I'd be like, whatever, like, I'm sure it is Botox or something or, but it wasn't the IV, like, it wasn't like an IV needle. It, it was strange. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, And then we get into the family debate about whether or not the mother should go to Pakistan. Um, well, but before that happened, something very cute and fun happened, which is Jamila almost got fully nude. <laughs> oh, yeah. She goes to take off her shorts and f- forgot that she took her bathing suit bottoms off. Yeah, which I thought was very funny, especially considering the huge debate there. Can you imagine if she actually did it? Oh, my God. <laughs> the world would have ended. Yes. Um, so then the family debate about whether or not the mom should go to Pakistan. Um, and Rabia says that their mom is unhappy and depressed when she's in America. And she carries a lot of guilt that she got the chance to take refuge in America. Um, And the mom feels that God is going to protect her when she goes to Pakistan. That's how she feels. And so why can't the mother just live the best life as defined by her? Like, who are they to tell their mother what they can and can't do? Um, And, you know, some of the sisters are just kind of like, but it's unsafe. She's our mom, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side of the coin is, well, we can't tell her what to do. So I, I don't think they resolve it. And also the mom doesn't really seem to care what they think. And she's going to go to Pakistan. I mean, she's going no matter what, if she gets the visa. So it's like a moot point. I yeah. mean, one of the things though, was a lot of the sisters who were anti her going, were saying to some of the sisters who were pro her going, well, then you should go with her. Like if you're yeah. so for it, you go with her and you watch over her. Yeah. Which is also not going to happen. Nope. All right. And then in our final scene of the episode that goes down in flames, pretty quick yeah um we are at general admission mm-hmm. which is restaurant bar both restaurant bar okay. yeah restaurant bar so hamida and noor are waiting at the bar they're waiting for sadika and they want to talk about the birthday drama and they start talking about whether or not sid throws things back in faces we forgot to mention this whole time that another thing that noor is upset about is so it's the birthday party and when they were hula hooping when nor was still with her boyfriend that she is now no longer with and sadika said something about like well what would you know about healthy relationships nor is still mad about that as well um i was a little distracted and i will be putting this on our instagram and i actually took quite a few couple pictures today to put on our instagram when when this episode drops um they have ordered so much fucking food and Respect. one of the things they ordered, like they each had their own meal. And then in front of them was a giant plate of what looked like sausages, like <laughs> 15 sausages. And then because I was like freeze framing to take the picture, I noticed that behind them are these two I deem to be hot gentlemen eating together who are either boyfriend twins or actual twins. I couldn't really tell. So oh. I'm going to post the picture of the food and then I'm going to blow it up and actually post the picture of these gentlemen and you guys can decide for yourself if they are boyfriend twins or just twins. But these big like muscly guys with beards and shaved heads. Okay. I also loved Hamida's necklace. Oh, it was really pretty. It was, it was really, really, pretty. really pretty. So it's almost, it's like a, a small chain link, just gold. Like very simple, but just like, I, I love I loved it. If I if it's in if I if you can see it in the picture that I took, I will try to blow it up and post that as well. If I yeah. if it's if it's in the picture that I took. Yeah. So Sid arrives and this was like the OG crew. This was the trifecta. The three and, Yep. 
And so they take shots together. And Sid admits that she sort of pulled out of the trifecta, but she does get a little bit of FOMO at how close they are without her. And so then Nor decides to go right in about her birthday and says, why was my birthday a good occasion to hash out that stuff? I'd never do that on my birthday. And Sid says that, you know, there was just tension and awkwardness and I thought we should just do it and get it over with. And she didn't know it was going to go that far south, which is kind of fair. Yeah. Uh, but then Nor says, you didn't even apologize to me. And Sadika says, well, I assumed it was over because of the fact that everybody kind of hugged it out. And, you know, like I, I assumed we were moving on. And so then it gets turned about how Sid throws shit in people's faces. And this whole thing is very, so this is also where I got confused about the birthday party. Yeah. How long the party was. Yeah. Because Sid was making it seem like, oh, you had a lovely birthday, whatever. Like this seemed to have happened at the end, like no yeah. harm, no foul. But us watching it, it seemed like it happened in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> so it's like, which is the true story? Yep. Um, and then I think that they're getting, or at least Noor and Hamida are getting very confused about the difference between throwing shit in someone's face and being loose-lipped. They're two entirely different things. Yeah. So on the one hand, they're saying that they're mad at her because she like throws things back in their face that she's they've told her in confidence to like use against them, like Nora's relationship or whatever. But on the other hand, they're mad because they say that she runs around and tells everybody everything. But those are two entirely different things, and they're acting yeah. like it's the same thing. Yeah. Or the same issue. And it's not the same issue. Those are two separate issues. Right. So then Sadika says, like, I don't do that. Call any of the other sisters and ask them. So Hamida immediately calls Jamila and says, just like out of nowhere with no context, at least according to the editing, do you feel like Sadika throws shit in people's faces? And Jamila says, there have been times. Yeah. Without missing a beat. Like she says, and then she immediately times. hangs up on her and it's yep. like, thanks. <laughs> Before yeah. she has time to say anything else. And so then Nor says, like, I don't trust you. That's why I don't talk to you about shit. You have really fucking loose lips. And so, like, they're just, they're mad at Sid for everything. And it's just yep. all coming out. So then we get another girl by. Was that four? Uh, yes, I believe that was four. Okay, girl by. And Nor says, you know, like, all I'm trying to do with you is share my feelings. Why am I not allowed to voice my frustration with you? And so then Sid does her patented move and she leaves. So that's her, that's her thing. She takes her mic off and she's wearing yellow fuck me pumps. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Um, and she doesn't have anything to say. And in her slight defense, I wouldn't really know what to say to all of that either. Like they're sort of throwing a barrage of stuff at her and like where it, it, it probably is true. And it seems true. What is she supposed to say? Like, yeah, I'm a gossip and I throw things in people's faces. <laughs> like, how do you, like, I don't know. That would be a very self-aware thing to say. And like, who's, who's going to sit there and say that, you know? Um, and then Shakur says, wait, oh, it's a confessional. So Shakur says that Sid is so sensitive. It's like, well, they are kind of yelling at her in public in this one. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, she's walking away and Noor kind of chases her. Oh, because they call Shakur. I'm sorry. Yeah, when they... so Sid gets on mic. She takes off. Yeah. And then um, Hamida calls Shakur. Okay, producer. Yeah. While Noor is chasing her. Yeah. Chasing Sadiqa. Yeah. And Shakur says, well, she's so sensitive. Like, you need to approach her, like, delicately. 
And Sadika keeps walking away. The crew follows. They start trotting in, in their outfits, which they're not doing a very good job of. And so Nora's saying, I just want to talk to you. And then she just immediately bails because she's just tired of chasing Sadika and says, you know, I've said my piece. I apologized. And Sid doesn't want to listen. My favorite thing, though, and again, this is like, I can't decide if I love this fourth wall breaking or not, is Nora also keeps yelling, I'm not in the shot. I'm not in the shot. Oh, really? Yes. To Sadika to get her to stop. So she keeps saying, you know, talk to me like we're not being filmed. Oh, my God. I just... It was, the scene was so confusing, too, because then Nora's like, well, I apologized. I'm like, did you? And apologize for what? Like, you're also trying to say that you're confronting her. Like, it's just, they're they're all so confusing. Yeah. And yes, Sadika should be able to have a conversation with you about what you're frustrated about. But you brought your little backup singer and you're both yelling at her. <laughs> if you wanted to have a conversation with Sadika, maybe you should have said it really hurt my feelings that you started shit on my birthday one on one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm I mean, no one likes to be ganged up on. No. And it's not a great way to get someone to see your point of view to no. gang up on them. And if Nor had said, like, and by the way, what you said on the beach about my relationship, even though we're not together anymore, really hurt my feelings. If they were alone, Sadika would probably be like, I'm sorry, I threw that on your face. I don't know. For Sadika, though, when Nora said that, I would have been like, I was right. That's true. She was, though. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Well, and that I think what Sid wanted to say, too, was like, well, maybe you should stop broadcasting all your shit. Yeah. Like, this relationship was clearly very bad, and they broke up several times, and so the sisters latched onto it and didn't like him. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. So then next time, this one looks pretty good. It does. And now we're all mad at a different sister. Yes. So Jamila looks like she goes on a date with a hottie and Sid is either stalking her or was asked to be there to oversee it. I one took or the it, other. So Sadika's like across the restaurant in the bushes and there's a shot of her watching. <laughs> it's very funny. I took it as Sadika set her up and then followed her because she's kind of invested. Well, but what made me laugh is did you hear like uh, Jamila sends her a picture of them together or the guy and Sadika's cracking up because you can see She's in the, in the back of the picture. That's so good. That's like what I want to do for you when you're on 90 Day Fiance someday. Amaze. <laughs> so then Josh gets a tattoo. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and he talks about how painful they are. And then someone says, are they as painful as the emotional pain you caused our sister? Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Wrote that down. Uh, Jamila still doesn't trust Josh. Um Hamida is turned around, meaning about her sexuality, which yeah. we know, and she can't tell her mom. And then they're all at the beach, it looks like, having a dinner in the beach. And Sadiqa says to Jamila, while wearing like see-through pink ginormous sunglasses, they look like something my Barbie would wear in the 80s. She goes, why'd you call me a clown-ass bitch? And she, <laughs> so you got the glasses. It just sets it over the top. Yeah, my note about that was the sisters fight at the beach whilst wearing ridiculous sunglasses. Yes. And then <laughs> Sadiq... um, three of them are wearing ridiculous sunglasses. So then Sadika says, Jamila, you are verbally abusive. And then she takes a poll with all the sisters and says, who has been verbally abused by Jamila? And there are a lot of hands in the air, you guys. There are a lot of hands <laughs> in the air. <laughs> it's all coming out now. The secrets, they're out. Oh, these. Yeah. Um, well, this is a fun episode. I definitely agree with IMDb that it was a 9.1, I would say for sure. I believe next week's was rated eight something. So we should be in for another uh, 
delish episode. All right. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And um, we look forward to talking to you guys again in two weeks. Hope you're having a wonderful December. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareBee. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>